Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Yeah, mate, that's right. He's well, he's a true legend of our sport here in Aotearoa. Feared by rivals, respected by icons, and offered a lifetime of service to the sport of the great game rugby league. Now Mark Graham is going to be featured in a big screen on the big screen in a film called Shark Hope, which is feature-length participatory documentary drama about his life, his professional life via the perspective of his filmmaker son, who's sitting in the studio with us now, Luke Graham. Morena Luke, how are you, mate? You got all the cameras along, you're looking good. How's it all going, brother? Thank you very much for having me. I uh, know it's great, and yeah, thank you for, uh, for getting the message out there, the, uh, the documentary. Hey, mate, look... When I got the uh, the message yesterday that you're in town and this, uh, I've been following you on on Facebook and and Instagram and and watching what you've been doing. It must be, mate. It must be, I guess, a work of of life just following your dad, the legend uh, who was Sharko, around and, and putting this all together. Oh, well, I have to say honestly, it's a bit trippy. Um, <laughs> it's uh, um, I didn't know it would be my next project. Uh, uh, dad and I. I've obviously, uh, you know, it's been part of the rugby league world my whole life, and um, the project uh, previously uh, broke was a uh, was a indie drama, but it, it dealt with the uh, rugby league and you know some of the uh, lesser issues with rugby league. So um, uh, this one here, when I started chatting to Dad about it, um, that I didn't really know what I wanted to do, to be honest, and I had a few other ideas, and he said, just come back to uh, NZ with me. Um, we've got a reunion for uh, a 1977 team, and. Um, I said, all right, I'll come along. I'll bring two cameras. And I'm certainly not a camera person, so none of that footage is going to make the doco. Uh, but I got to see you know, people that I, I saw when I was a child, you know, Olsen, Philippina, mm. um, um, you know, so many amazing players that, um, from, from Otahuhu and um, from around Auckland and New Zealand that um, made, um, made special things in the rugby league world. And I thought, I'd like to do a rugby league doco now. Um, I don't. I wasn't too sure what I'd want to do it on, but after mulling over it for many months, I said, "Dad, um, you're kind of like my idol." Mm. You know, and let's, let's be honest. You know, the other person I've always looked up to, you were Superman f- uh, for me. Yeah. Um, you were uh, Conan the Barbarian, uh, and 
uh, I would really, really like to to do something on you, your life, um, and rugby league in that era where I don't know, I don't think rugby league got the the kudos mm. that um, that maybe other sports did, and I really wanted to do my part um, for for the sport and and for culture and life at that time because it's given me so much. Mate, what was it like? Thank you for sharing that. What was it like growing up with Mark Graham? As your dad, and are we going to see some of these memories, little stories on, on this little doco that you're creating? Uh, yeah, it's um, how was it like with dad growing up? It's um, it was larger than life. Mm. Um, I will say that when I was uh, when I was in primary school, I had year sixes wanting to be my friends yeah. that I didn't know about. Um, it was it was unique, and everywhere I went. Um, uh, that there were people that knew my father. Now, my father is very tall anyway, so he stands out, and he's quite a large man. He still is in his um, mid to late 60s, still very fit, etc. So dad was always a presence. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, it was it was special. Um, it was something that uh, I would never, you know, never want to give up, yeah. and I'm very lucky to be able to uh, be presenting this world uh, to, to the public. Oh, beautiful. Hey, Luke, the people you've spoken to, I'm, I'm guessing the, the Lowys, the Hugh McGarns, um, the, the legends out of that Otahu club first and foremost. It took Mark to, to Brisbane with Lowy, I think it was, first and foremost, and he, he tripped from there through to North Sydney, played all that time, and then the Kiwis. Have you got old footage that will be in this um, doco as well that, that sort of takes us through his footballing career um, and what, what other footage can we expect to see off the field that's probably uh, stuff that people don't know about Mark yeah we'll, we'll be incorporating so it's a it's a feature length documentary for uh, for cinema so it's you know we've got to wrap it around the 90 minutes um, but you know what I'm really highlighting is key moments um, it's not just about my father it is about rugby league and mm. um, and society in that time and you know, it's and it's. We'll be looking back as a reflection of what where society is now to where it was then, um, for both the you know the feminine and masculine point of view. Um, so it looks at greater themes as well. But um, we've got some really exciting um, games. I will say that back in the days, um, rugby league broadcasters didn't like to use more than two two or three cameras to uh, tell a story. <laughs> uh, it's as a filmmaker, it is a little bit difficult to um, to make that exciting. So we will be doing. We'll be using archival. We'll, we have some actually, we've been lucky enough to get some uh, personal archival from uh, journalists, uh, from rugby league players, uh, home videos, as well as our family stuff as well. So we've got some great stuff, but we'll be also incorporating recreations. And I was just saying before to Izzy that we'll be uh, recreating some of the scenes from some of those key games, such as, you know, the 1985 Australia versus uh, New Zealand series, which really kind of put. What a game. Yeah, which really put rugby league on the map. Um, it, it had everything. Um, culturally, culturally, socially, um, violently, um, so um, all these things, and and, you know, and even um, other series. So like we do, we we show the 1988 World Cup final, um, which if you know rugby league, it, it didn't end up the best for the uh, the Kiwis, but all part of the journey. You know, the, you know rugby league is, is mm. such is such an an emotional yet personal and family experience for a lot of people, and having these chats with you know Hugh McGarn, um, Graham Lowe. Um, journalists of, of our time and all these great players like Dan O'Hara. Um, we're even chatting to well, even today we're chatting to Buck Shelford mm. um, um, about the you know the union experience, etc. So we're really rounding it out, and we've got a lot of uh, Australians that are that are part of this Australian rugby league players. You know, 
Buck, uh, uh, Blocker Roach. We've got the great Wally Lewis yeah. chatting. So we've got it's you know both sides of the of the ditch uh, are talking about this and about the game and what it's given to them. So one of the the things you've aligned just your the doco with is mental health. So yes. you're you, you're with Movember, and uh, you're doing some great work there. So is that are we going to see a big part of of the other side of league that maybe hasn't been showcased for? Will we see the your dad probably showing a, a few emotions or a few mixed feelings and telling a few stories? Is that going to be part of the show? Well, I, I'll be honest. I think um, you're going to see a few more than dad. Mm. Um, and it's um, I know the world sees uh, uh, all the, all your ex rugby league players and rugby league players is is gladiators that yeah. you know that are, don't break. Um, and we all know that that's not the case. We know that everyone, everyone feels, everyone, everyone deals with stuff. It doesn't matter how good life looks to other people. So um, we, we've got, we've been lucky enough um, to, for some of the, most of the people we're talking to, is to have a real honest conversation. Um, we will be dealing with um, some family things that have happened to our family. I know we, we, we've been a bit unlucky like like others, and we had, I lost my brother, um, and. Um, we, my father and I, will be talking about that, and you know, it's the big thing about mental health and depression, etc. As I said, it touches everyone, and if we have the ability through these mediums, radio, print, mm. TV, cinema, to be able to reach people and assist, that's part of our goal with this documentary. Obviously, we want to do something which, which you know, justifies the time and, and gives everyone an entertaining experience, but. If we can really help people throughout this journey as well, and uh, our partner in New Zealand, uh, sorry, in Australia, my apologies, Movember, um, we're still talking to a few mental health partners in New Zealand yep. um, um, for that for that part of it. But we'll be doing a screening of the film in regional and remote areas in Australia. Hopefully, the same in New Zealand, and then we'll be having an honest chat about mental health with some of the rugby league's greats and mental health clinicians. Mm. So hopefully, we yeah, can to- powerful. Total. Yeah, hopefully we can not only entertain. But we can inspire and make a difference afterwards. Beautiful. Yeah, so. Totoko, what you're saying there, Luke, that's um, a very big part of uh, of everybody's life, and and it doesn't, like you said, doesn't matter just every everyday life. But footballers are no different. I don't know if you've spoken to anybody about um, the journey of Mark Graham to a young kid from you know down the line who used to watch that bloke play. Um, and just look at him as t- you know Tarzan, you know like Tarzan when you used to watch them old old black and whites and the way that he was built like Adonis and and then get to watch and and one day go man I'd like to be that bloke and then walk up a tunnel I walked up a tunnel and the next one I'm looking next to him at North Sydney Stadium and going that's my idol um, and I just awesome. want to say that like I look forward to the way that you tell your story about your dad because um, he's such an iconic figure. In New Zealand, and and on saying that, when you're talking to the Australians, especially, do they have the same um, conversation around the impact he had in rugby league when he played at North Sydney um, against all those Australians? Because he started in Brisbane up against the Wynnum Manleys, the Wally Lewis, the Gene Miles, and so forth, and then went to North Sydney and played in the in the uh, old ARL competition. Did he have that same impact that that I just talked about? Um, from from the players that I've talked to, and I, you know, we're always going to have a skewed perspective when we're talking to people and looking at the past. But I think you'll find that most people, you know, most people, and that was uh, it's probably one of the keys is that you look at from play, players that people that get to a certain level, um, they don't get there by luck, mm. you know, they don't get there by being bad people. Um, and you'll see that from that era, the the seventy, we'll say the eighties, where 
it was a part-time job. You had a real, you had a job, you had a family. It was, it was, it was part of your life. It wasn't your life. So there was some kind of structure. And a lot of these guys, as you know, the games changed a lot for probably the better of the health of the players. Um, uh, but back then, it was okay to take someone out. It was part of your job. Mm. And, and uh, you'll, see the, you'll see Blocker Roach talk about it. He'll talk about it as he talks about taking out my father in the 1985 series against Australia. And, um, and Dad was da- down um, and gone with uh, Noel Cleal. And he talks about, like, I was told to do it. That's what you do. You just This was the game back then. But guess what? After that, I picked him up at the end of the game, shook his hand and said, great game. And we went on and we were mates after that. And that's what the game was. You put, your, you put everything on the line for yourself, for your club, for your country. And you shook hands with your opponent at the end. And that's the best thing about rugby league. And I, I know that I don't go to any of these, but, you know, Dad will go to these. Um, he will always tell me, tell me about because he's taking his golf clubs. It's, it's a golf clubs everywhere experience. For certainly every, everyone loves golf clubs. Everyone loves golf in, uh, in rugby league. Um, I but, love uh, golf. <laughs> um, so he'll talk about it and he talks about it with pride. And, you know, if you're if your you're, you're child watching this and, you know, watching these, you go, wow, the, you guys, you know, smashed each other apart. But then you picked each other up at the end and said, good game. And I, I think there's something so um, emotional and and powerful about that that it's probably lacking in the current world um you talk yeah and we kind of deal with a lot of those characteristics of people back then you know your word was your bond you stuck by it no matter how bad it was um so yeah beautiful hey just about on yourself luke i'm curious like did you ever play footy growing up and when did when did when did filmmaking come apart and like your own personal journey well i i did play footy growing up and i will say that i was the worst of the brothers in my family um I uh, was more worried about my hair, as you can tell. Um, <laughs> it's good here. Good beard, <laughs> it's good here. Good beard. Yes, All right. Um, no, it's. I was. Yeah, I was. I tried my best at it, but I was. I was never at that level. Um, my brothers were very good at it. Um, Paul and Matthew. And um, no, I. I guess you know. I was filmmaking was always my connection, and I and I said to Dad that I always remember watching. I always remember watching some type of you know like. Uh, uh, Predator or Conan the Barbarian, <laughs> sitting down watching something with Dad and. And I always loved that the attention that would would you could you could you know get from someone or the way you could change their perspective or the emotions uh, for that person. Um, I always yeah, I film was my kind of calling. Um, to be honest, I always thought film would be the hardest thing I could do. Mm. Um, I come from a rugby league family and I played sport. I played every sport under the sun all throughout school and um, before. And um, then I said, oh, I'll be a filmmaker. And everyone laughed at me. <laughs> I think they're still laughing, though. So, Mate, Just quickly before we let you, you go, just on your dad, like I, he played before my time. I was born in 88. and uh, But every league pundit you talk to, every league fan or everyone that knows the game through and through, Mark Graham's the first name that comes up. He's a, he a legend of the game. So what for you growing up, what, what was some of the things that dad did behind the scenes to get to where he is? Did you see him just putting in the work? Because you said he had a job, family. So what were some of the things that he would do week in, week out to make? Because, you know, Kempe said to me he looked like Wolverine. And if you know what Wolverine mm. looks like, chiseled as they come. So he's obviously a hard worker. Well, I will say this now. My dad still has a – he's got a massive gym at his house, you'll see. Um and uh, Dad, I always thought, I always thought Rocky was Dad. Yeah, I always thought because he he never wanted the praise. He always wanted to take the hardest possible way of getting somewhere. Um, 
I'm not talking about his driving skills, obviously, but he uh, <laughs> he, he was always uh, he was always working the hardest. And my, I have to say, my dad was um, it was he was fantastically structured. And I and I have to say that I probably that was before my time. That was his family. That was his footy. That was the people around him in Odahuhu. That was um, well, uh, that was Lowy. Yeah. That was all those people that kind of helped him. Possibly school that you might find out through the documentary. Um, I was just there when the man was already the man. Mm, yeah, no, you did right, Luke. And oh, mate, I'm so excited about what you've uh, what you've what you've done and, and put Sharko mm. out there, the, the icon, you know, the player of the century um, recently, and. For everyone to get to see this in a in a in a feature length film, uh, you know, I just tip my hat to you, mate. So thanks a lot for coming in today, into SENZ and sharing that story with us. I, I look forward to seeing it in its full and 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 in its all its glory and celebrating it with all the league players in Sharko. So say hi to your dad um, from me, and on behalf of all the all the uh, rugby league community out there, well done, mate. We just want to tip our hat to it. Yes, and when and where. When and where? Uh, well, we're, <laughs> we're, um, this will be out uh, mid-next year. Okay. Uh, so you'll be able to go to the cinema and... Big job. Uh, yeah, yeah, and support it mid-next year. So thank you very much. There you go. Oh. Support it. I'll be there. Sharko. Yeah, absolutely. Luke Graham, great to have you in studio today. Thanks for making yourself available. It's 22 minutes past eight here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings. Every day we'll be back with Paul Mawadi of tab.co.nz after this. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.